division, you know. I was talking about those who were saying, and for Apollos, and for Paul, and for Cephas, and Cephas there is uh, Peter. Then again, in, in chapter 5, we began to now address the issue of sexual immorality that was happening. Somebody was sleeping with the dad's um, wife, that's the stepmother. So he was just addressing so many things in that particular, in that first five chapters of Paul writing to them. Then again, in fact, in the book of the first Corinthian, the, the Corinthian was just him addressing so many issues, so many issues, so many issues, even address um, the point of offense. We're actually going to get there. Um, like I put some stuff on my status today and I was discussing about so many people that I knew earlier on before who, who used to be on fire. And after some time, when I saw them, they were shadow of themselves. You know, I remember the first person, the first person who took me to the church that I gave my life to Christ. If I tell you what he's doing now, you'll be surprised. So, so many people that I met in church, you know, I give an example for those who did not see what I wrote on my status. Of an example of one of our brother, who was an older brother in faith. I met him in the church. You know, um, and sometimes, you know, um, we're serving outside, we are serving in the church, but our department was outside the church because we are the safety departments with parkers and all that. So sometimes we would get when people, you know, where there's crowd and there's young people, there can be misunderstanding once in a while. You know, this guy will get angry and he will, he will remove the bulb because we are using a canopy. And sometimes it's the owner of the bulb. And one of these days he got angry, he did not just remove the bulb, he removed both the uh, LG TV gift to us, he pulled it out and took out the bulb and went. And at that particular one, he has been doing it over and over. But that particular one that he did, for a long time, he keep on dodging us, he didn't see me again. This guy was a was a brother, was an older brother in faith, who I can say to be a fire brand brother. He has been to the Bible school of the church like two times. He kept on dodging us and dodging us and dodging us. You know, after some times, when I was going to see this guy, he was a shadow of himself. Somebody, his story has now begun, um, um, as now, the story is now somebody who used to be on fire before. You know, I can continue like that. I remember also one brother like that who lost his mom. You know, this um, trauma, what do they call it, can actually affect a person. And then, you know, this guy used to be among us before doing things. In fact, these people I'm, I'm talking about, they, they, they were in the faith before I even joined the church. So you can know how far they have gone. And I think this guy lost his mom and, you know, one thing um, led to another and all that. And before we know, this guy was not coming to church again. They tried to reach out to him. They tried the way they could try. And, you know, when you just see this guy, he was a shadow of himself. So many people like that. Of the story of the pastor who was my, when we were under level, we used to preach for, uh, for us before. All of a sudden, the story getting to me was that later, you know, so many stories of people. Some people, they were people who probably they served God and, and God opened an opportunity for them. You know, they saw resources and they, they had access to money. And then, you know, so many things that if I, I can go on and on, I've seen people who, are, who have been on fire before. And then you can see them. Even some of us who are here, if you went through the campus ministry, you'll see certain people who they used to be the people of fire, the apostles in campus and all that. You know, after some times, maybe after five years of graduation, you see those people, and you can literally see that they were they were the shadow. These people they used to be on fire before, and now they are like the shadow of themselves. There are people who even tell you the story. Ah, now we they do this, now we they do that. I remember my pastor telling us a story of one time he went out for an evangelism, and you know, one man was just making us and say, Ah, we don't do all these things before. Then all of a sudden, God began to give him 
word concerning that man. Then he told him, and he said, as of 1980-something or 1970-something, you used to be an evangelist. God called into, into ministry. You did this and did that, but then you backslid. The man was just so surprised looking at him because he used to be on fire before. So there have been so many stories of people that I've encountered in my life, or that people that have even seen. I saw them when they were on fire. There were certain people who even inspired me, and then they were the one who took me to the place where I had an encounter with God. But yet, you can look back now and look at them. You will see that they are in they are not shadows themselves. They, you, if you see them, you cannot, you cannot pinpoint that these people, they, they, they were on fire one time in their life. You know, stories upon stories like that. So this is one of the things that actually inspired this message, and I call it ever burning. I trust that it's going to be a very short chat. You know, and I, I put down some reasons. One of the few reasons that um, why people don't remain on fire. The first thing I'm going to be talking about is offense. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 32. It said, Give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. Not to the church of God. You see, when people, when you when, when you are a person who is too sensitive to pick everything, is an indication of certain things that may, that may happen to you. Because certain people that have seen, who used to be on fire before, and probably they went out of fire, whatsoever way that can put them. Sometimes it could be offense. Like the brother I spoke about, who used to be in our church before, and all of a sudden, little misunderstanding, he picked up his TV and the bulb and went away. He said, he said that in, in um, Paul was speaking, he said, give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. You know, we are in a generation I spoke the other day that we are too insensitive. Be sensitive to things that we should not be sensitive to. So if you're a person who pick everything, somebody says this one, you pick it. Somebody says that one, you pick it. Somebody says this one, you pick it. Because when offense, when you are too sensitive and you pick every offense, one day it will get to you, it will get to you so much that you say, let me leave this church, I beg. I don't know the way they are talking, the way they do. You get. So you must be somebody when when we give room for offense. Like Pastor Chris will say, say, let nothing offend you. When we give room to offense, when we give room to bitterness, when we give room to these things, it can cause us. You know, there are people who, um, they, see, if you, if, you are, if you are serving in a church and you belong to this group, there's no way you serve consistently for three months that somebody will not annoy you to a point where you don't want to serve again. Serve is not serve. You will serve that people will, somebody will, will annoy you. I said, I don't, I don't want to come to this. I, I, just, I, even want to, I just don't want to go to that church again. When we are starting the salvation missions at Apache branch, you know how many times most of us say we are going to change the branch because of the things that happen. You know, so but again, we'll come back to our senses and say, this thing is a family matter. And um, when your dad offends you, you don't say, I'm leaving the family, I'm not coming to the family again. Do you get So we must not give room to offense. When you're a person who is easily offended, when they say this, you usually pick it up. Things that you should not even pick, there are things that you should just smile about. You know, some people even have diaries that write things that somebody offended them, you know, this person did this to me, this person did this to me. So if you're that kind of person who you are easily, anything offends you. You know, there are people like that. They are so sensitive. Everything offends them. I saw something online and I was just laughing. You know, everything offends them. Everything. There's a little thing that somebody says you want to leave the church. Ah, you want to leave the department. You want to leave this one. You want see, let's say this is an honor to serve God. It's an honor to serve in the house of the Lord. Do you get? So if you're a person who is easily offended, 
anything somebody say you are you offended already you see this is one of the reasons that i've seen that people don't stay on fire for long they are easily offended they leave the place because see this fire that we see when you when you when they put charcoal together the charcoal is burning there's fire if you remove one of the charcoal and you drop it somewhere then there will still be light but just give that charcoal some time the light will go out so when you unplug yourself from source when you unplug yourself from the house of god when you unplug yourself from fellowship when you unplug yourself from spiritual association it's only a matter of time when you switch up the standing fan it will not stop that time give you some time before it stops so when you remove a charcoal from from the, um, the the bunch of charcoal that is burning it will not stop burning that particular time but give you some time to stop burning so that's what offense does to you offense is i will make it ah, i'm leaving the church now i don't want to be part of it again no when you're offended you're human there are times that things can get to you but let them settle it there because these are the things i've traced to certain people who used to be on fire before they were offended and they pick up with it and they say i'm leaving the church i'm leaving this and that and when you see them you will, you will be so shocked that this person has been on fire before that this person is the one that inspires so many people are now on fire so the first thing that we must watch out for is what offense secondly is association is what association the book of um, prophet somebody can let me post on the group association you know i always use the book of um, um chapter 13 verse 4 that when they saw peter they knew that they had been with jesus because they were speaking like him association is very important and when people are offended the next thing that they do is that they lose spiritual association they leave the church of god they leave the service group see let me tell you one of the ways you find out that your spiritual life is up today down tomorrow but you go to church every day one of the things you check is to join the department in the church yes joining a department in, in the church is one way that helps your spiritual life why because when you go to church on sunday nobody will give you anything to do you just sit down you hear the message and you go back but when you join the department there are times when they have workers prayer sometimes you have the opportunity to lead there are times in workers meeting they, they will give you the opportunity to share the word of god there are times in workers meeting where they will give you spiritual responsibility prepare the prayer prepare this and that that's where you can grow so one of the reasons that i see that people don't stay on fire for long is that they ignore spiritual associations when you ignore spiritual associations when you lose spiritual association it's not hard so you can see somebody who has been going to church for years but yet it's as if you know when he goes to church he hears the messages and it's as if they do surgery they remove the message immediately the message steps aside the gates so they have been around spiritual things but they don't look like the spiritual things that they have been hearing because even though they are in the church they are not really in the church so when you see that your spiritual life is not the way it should be get a department in the church and begin to serve because see responsibility spiritual responsibility is one of the ways that we grow is one of the ways that we remain consistently on fire the way that god reward a man who has been doing well is to give him another responsibility he said you've done well with this five talents and he, he said i'm going to place your nation do you get so when people ignore spiritual associations you can know it's, it's a matter of time they can be on fire today and you find out that over the years they will not be again so when we ignore spiritual associations 
they, you know, they are people saying, me, I just want to go to church. I don't want to join the service group. I don't want any wife for myself. I don't want anything for myself, you know. And I just I just want to, I don't want any wala for myself. If everybody is saying like that, who will clean the chair that you, you, you sat with? Are you getting it? So we must not what when you see people who deliberately every time ignore spiritual association, it's a matter of time, they will not last. Because, like I said, one of the ways that we grow is that we take off spiritual responsibilities. I wish my leader in the church would see my status. I remember when I gave my life, when, when I, I've been a church boy, but I was not really seen. Then when I decided to be serious, you know, I was in the safety department. And sometimes when, um, during the workers' prayer, they asked me to lead the prayer. Like that, I was dodging it, you know, because there are three sections of prayer, asked me to take one, you know. The, before you know, I get to a point where I can take the three. That's how I agree. You know, own self. That's what they call us. I don't know if some of us are churches have it. Own cells and all that. Where you gather in the house. You know, they give me an opportunity sometimes to meet. When I go there, will give me the message to teach. It will throw. So when you take up spiritual responsibilities, and there's no way you can take up spiritual responsibilities when you don't belong to spiritual associations. So when you see people who ignore spiritual responsibilities and ignore spiritual association, it's only a matter of time. That's why sometimes when certain people, well, I don't want to go ahead of my time, but when Satan wants to lure certain people out of fire, what he, what he does for them is that he gives them a kind of job that will make them not to have time for that spiritual association. And before you know, they now have resources, but they are not on fire anymore. So what? You must not ignore the place of what? Spiritual association. Number three, you see, is one of the reasons that I've seen that people who, used, who are on fire before are no more on fire. The place of action. I have to write it like that. You see, there are situations that can come into somebody's life. There are certain seasons that can come that can be so hard. Remember the story of Job, Job 2.9, that Job's wife was telling Job, he said, curse God and die. There are situations that will come to your life. But Job said, Job said, he said, even though he's slain me, I will still trust him. See, challenges of life sometimes can so eat you that you forget that you can speak and talk to. Do you get? It is, you know, I usually say this is one of the seasons that you will know those who truly love the Lord and trust God. There are people who they are on fire, they, they, you know, they used to be on fire before, but they, they lost their fire. Not only because they have abundance, but because they encounter certain situations. And then when they encounter the situation, they look for another spiritual option that's the love of God. So one of the ways that see, one of the reasons that see that it takes people away from their place of fire is hardship. When things are not the way you think they should be, you know, um, um, five years you have been searching for a job, there's no job, you know, you have been married for 10 years, there's no child, you are close to 40, there's no husband, you're close to 40, there's no job. Those, those kind of things. But there's something that Job said. He said, even though he's seen, he said, will I trust in him? See, there's an energy that, that needs to be built in the face of challenges. There's an energy that is needed. If not, you'll just be like Job's wife that said, it was his own wife that was telling, he said, cause God and die. There are certain people, it's not abundance that took them away from God, it is actually things are so hard for them that they have to take another route, another option. You know, um, I asked a couple of, you know, a few of them, they are on my WhatsApp, you know, the people I grew up with, and I can see the things they are doing now. You know, some of them are into, um, um, you know, all these things that guys do to bring, just things that are godly so they can get money. 
These are people that if you told them maybe about five, ten years ago that they will be doing this dubious work they are doing, they will tell you they can never do it. No, no, no. They may not even be serious believers then, but there are people who their conscience was alive. But now if you see them, the things they are doing to get resources to put food on the table for themselves. So there's a depth of energy that is needed when things don't go the way you, you, you plan that they should go. That, if that energy is not there, <laughs> if that energy is not there that is needed, just like Job said, he said, even though he's slim, he said, I'm still trusting you. So this is one of the reasons that I see that when people encounter certain and circumstance situations, you find them, you know, somebody who, who said, I will never do this and you see them doing it. I, I will never do this and you see them doing it. So there's a depth, there's a depth of energy and love for God that is, that, that is sponsored. It's not sponsored by the things that you can get from me, but it is sponsored by a genuine love, a genuine for God that will make you not to do certain things, that will make you to still, be, to still, to still retain that fire. There are certain people that I've seen in my life that has gone through certain things and yet their depth of love for God, their fire still remains constant. Sometimes I have to ask myself, if I'm the one going through this, are you sure my fire can still be? When you see those kind of things, the things that sponsor their, their fire, their genuine love for God, is not just about the things that they can receive from me. So when our theology is not properly, when our theology is not correct, when our theology is not is not is not well built or properly taught when we don't get the things that we that we think we should get then you see when we don't get the things that we think we should get when we don't get the things that we have been praying for asking god for then you can see us looking for another option you can see us looking for another try to take another out are you getting so when, when when those things are not in place, you can see us trying to take another route. You can see us trying to do something else. I said this life is going to be very short. Then number four, one of the things that I found out again, when people have access to abundance. In fact, we used to have a, we used to have um, um, then in Protocol, we used to have an evangelism team. We go to church almost every day. On Monday is evangelism, on Tuesday is home cell, on Wednesday is evangelism, on Thursday is midweek service, Friday is evangelism, Saturday is follow up, Sunday is service. So practically, most of us that were doing the evangelism, some of us, we, we don't really have a job. We're just young people there. There was no job. We're just struggling, you know. Some of us, we're just doing, you know, just things here and we're trying to put things together. And along the line, God began to help some of us, give certain people opportunity. I can tell you, there are people who got opportunity. In fact, when I look at their status now, I saw one of our guys in a club and I was surprised. When I, when I saw him, I was remembering his favorite scripture he used to quote when we used to pray in workers' meeting. The, his favorite scripture, Zachariah, that I, I, I can remember that scripture because every time we are praying, I used to even tell him and say, We like this scripture. And I, I saw his, I think his video, you know, he's into tech now and God has been helping him. I saw this video in the club and I was just looking at him like So there are times when people are not on fire again, not really because of hardship, but because they have access to abundance. It's not only hardship that can take away your fire, also abundance can take. See, if you don't create a, if you don't create a, a roster for your spiritual life, 
Eh? When you have abundance, you will see no need to pray. If, see, I remember it was it was it was um, Pastor Nelson that made a trade the other day, and he was talking about how it is not only hardship that can take away your fire, but also abundance. And he was talking about it because I usually say that some of the things that we pray for in Nigeria, when you go to a responsible country, the government of that country can provide sixty percent of it. So imagine that you go to that kind of place, you know, you have your resources, those kind of things. You will not find any reason. I understand that you are praying now because you need a job. I understand that you are praying now because you need a better life. I understand that you are praying now because you need opportunities. But what about when those things are met? When there's abundance, when there's resources, when you can get to a place like David, where you literally do not have prayer requests, your needs are met. See, some of us don't even need to get to that point. We just need to get to a point where we have a good job, we have a good house, we have a good marriage, and a good car. You will find, you know, certain people, you know, the, the way they come to church before, before now they, God has given them husband or God has given them job. They, it is what God gave them they'll be using as an excuse. You know, my husband, you know, my husband, he likes me to massage his back in the night. You know, he likes me to massage his leg. You know, my wife, he likes me to press it. And then, so God has sharpened your finger so you can, you can put out your finger in the eyes. So it is not only hardship that gets people, that takes away people's fire. The, the access to abundance, where you have resources, where your needs are met. You know, where you don't... You know, prayer meetings is the, you know, when you come for prayer meetings, even though we are stretching, we are praying in tongues in your heart, you are saying, God, don't forget me, oh, husband, oh, don't forget me, oh, job, oh, don't forget. What about when those things, when those, your needs, those things are met? We used to, we used to, the way you run to church, you know, I read about an, um, a, an American billionaire, the first, um, I think, acknowledged American billionaire. Johnny Rockefeller, and there's something that was so inspiring about that man's life. He gave up his wealth, I think he divided it and gave up to, to his church. Then that was not even what is inspiring about his life. As wealthy as he was, he's the first person that gets to his church. He will open the window and came the church. And the last person to leave the church, John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller. Imagine how wealthy he was. As I, in fact, they said he had how many percentage of American wealth and their oil. He was so wealthy, he was so influential. The first to get to the to service and the last to leave. Not there are certain people that if you just have a good job here with coastal boss that have a that will be coming to pick you in the house and bring you back. You you have to call the pastor to come to your house to come and be holding service. Your shoulder will be like peacock. They will start it. You, 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 you pastor, you, 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 know, you, you know, 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 you know. Those English, those Queen's English, will now come up. So you must. So they see when you don't see when you don't create a roster for spiritual life. When abundance come, believe me, you'll not be able to hold that fire. Now, when a new role start for your spiritual life, when you don't create a spiritual value, see, a spiritual value means that every week I'll fast two times, whether there's plenty of food or there's no plenty of food. Once every week, I'll pray for three hours. I will intentionally say, if you don't create this host and maintain it, if you just follow, ah, since there's no food today, let me fast. Since there's no food. So the day there will be abundance of food, you will not fast. You must create the spiritual values around your life. 
Once every month, I'll go and retreat. Whether there is enough, whether there is scarcity, you must create a spiritual value around your life that rules your life every time in plenty and abundance. In plenty and abundance. I can never... It's as impossible as saying it is Satan that dies for me. What did I say? No, fasting once is even small because sometimes when I'm eating, it's like a sin. When I'm eating early morning, in the morning, I wake up and start eating. Ah, ah. See, there are times when there's no reason I'm just fasting. I'm just fasting like that. I'm just going. If you ask me, ah, 13 days, 14 days, I'm just going. I'm just going. I'm just going. You know, sometimes 12, 12. I'm just going like that. When you don't create those avenues for yourself, it's not only when they press your neck or when things are not bad, you know, you must create an avenue for yourself. If not, when there's abundance, you'll see no reason to do them. When there is what you see, these are one of the things that the Muslims they understood. They have this the way that they pray, they pray five times every day. So when you create that thing for yourself, whether there's money, whether there's no money, you will do it. So if you don't create spiritual values around your life, when there is plenty, there are so many things you will not do. When there is sticky, there is this. It is easier to fast when you don't have enough to eat. Of course, you use that one to preserve the food. But when you create a spiritual value around your life, I will an hour every day. I will fast like once or twice a week. Some people can go two weeks and not fast once. Not fast. Some people only fast when they declare fast in the church. No personal time of fasting. No personal time of retreat. See, if you don't create this one abundance score, you just come one day on Twitter and be dragging with thought that there's no God. Because these spiritual values are the things that shape your convictions. So when you are that Oyo Christian, you only fast when the church is fasting. You only do this when the church. No, you must learn to stretch yourself. And there are times your spiritual values, you must learn to stretch them. Maybe you used to break at 12 o'clock. Some days you, you take it to three. Some days you take it to six. Some days you take it for one day. You not eat. You stash them. So when there's plenty, you are. So your, your convictions are like, do you know that status in, in boutique? Your convictions are like money, uh, money key. Is it money key? They call those things at boutique. If, if a statue is standing, raising up his hand, if rain is falling, the hand will be dead. If sun is shining, the hand will be dead. So they are consistent like that manicure. They are con- your, 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 your spiritual value is, is static like that manicure in boutique. So whether there's rain is there. Whether there's sun is standing there. So whether there's plenty is there. Whether there's small is there. When you don't create spiritual values for yourself, for, for your spiritual things, when there's abundance, you are likely not to do them again. And our convictions are built on these things. This is what your conviction. Do you get plenty? Then lastly, when there are reasons why I find out that people lose their fire. Number five, when, when they encounter something I call bad circumstance, like terrible circumstances. For instance, there are people who trust God before, you know, and there was a man in, I think, I don't, I don't really get the full gist, you know, but the riverine people, they are hardly Muslims. And they're hardly Muslims. So there's one particular guy who's a Muslim there. And when I was tracing the story, why they said he was a Christian before, according to what I heard, but he had a terrible sickness. 
you know, then the person that prayed for him and he didn't was a Muslim, and that's how he converted to being a Muslim. That's not a good testimony. But what I'm trying to say is that is one of the reasons when people encounter circumstances that is not that negative circumstance, it shakes their feet. It's one of the reasons why people lose fire. Somebody who has been sick for long and he has been trusting that God will heal them, God will do this. Maybe their loved one, their mom, there are certain people who um, um, it was the death of their mother. That, like one particular guy in our church before, when the mom died, we tried to do all that we could do. We are young people then, so we didn't know much like the owner. And that was how that guy lost his fire, his zeal, and his passion for coming to the house of the Lord. So there are people when they encounter situations like that. You know, you love the Lord and your mom have cancer, your dad and the person still died. He prayed all that you could do. That's why I said that we must love the Lord more than anything that we see or anything that we can get from him. We are human, it will get to you. But just like Job said, he said even if it's in him, I will still trust him. Then what we must do to remain on fire. What we must do to remain on fire, like I said, number one, you must build a spiritual system around your life. I preach a message long ago, I call it building spiritual structure. And also what I call it maintaining spiritual stability. Because see, there's a depth of, just like I'm saying, there are places you will get to. There are things, some of you are outside the country. I think Obey is here. Obey is not in Nigeria. You can get to certain places and if you don't, if you have not built a spiritual, a solid spiritual system around your life, you may not you may not have you may not see any reason to pray. You will see people who don't even know God, and yet they are first class students. They are there are all kinds of things. So when you don't build it, no matter what you claim you know, no matter what is your conviction, if you don't pray, you will soon lose those convictions. What did I say? No matter what you see, a man who does not pray, you cannot trust him with whatsoever thing that he calls conviction. Because in the place of prayer is where your conviction is happened. So how we maintain our spiritual, our spiritual fire, our fire is that we build a spiritual system around our lives. Like I said, you must you must create a system of fasting for it's not just when they declare fasting in church. That one they declare fasting in church, like you fast at six o'clock. By three o'clock, you're already peeling orange. By 5:55, you are near the pot, opening the goosey soup if it's cold. No, you must personally create a spiritual system around your life. A spiritual Bible study system, a spiritual prayer life system, a spiritual um, fasting system. See, these things may not be long. Maybe I'll pray 30 minutes in the morning. I'll pray 30 minutes at night. I will study for 30 minutes. You see like that. That, that day you pray for one hour, you study for 30 minutes. I will fast like once or twice every week. No matter what is happening, when you build that spiritual system around your life, there are the things that and shaping your convictions because there are places where you get to you will see people who they don't even know god asks somebody asked me one time that it was staying around i think the answer was saying that they are unbelievers that they are, they are believers you know those people who are church people but they are not serious people that she doesn't she doesn't i said let me tell you something see when you go to an area when you 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 you, you perceive that they were not believers the first thing to do Eh, is to create a spiritual value and then take that your spiritual value to them. I'll give you an example. The place I'm staying is like 14 flat here. To be candid with you, not to boast, I don't think I've seen any serious believer in this 14 flats. And then at my junction, there are some guys that smokes there. They do all of these things. When I came here, the first thing I did was one of them was trying to tax me daddy. 
So the first thing I did was, I told him I was coming to preach to them. He said, are you a pastor? I said, yes. Then one day I went there. I wanted to preach to them. They said, ah, that, ah they, they are sorry that they are busy now. But they are, they, they are only the facts. They are, have created a, 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 should I say, a conviction or a mindset in their hearts. Every time if I drop at my junction, and most sometimes, some Saturdays, I pick my Bible and I go around that region to preach. They see me carry my Bible. They see me walking around. So there are things that they can, they cannot come and tell me that I should come and smoke. They cannot come and tell me that I should come and carry woman. Do you get this? Because they, I, I did not just create a spiritual conviction. I also take the conviction to them. So every time I drop at my junction, they are shouting, hey, pastor, hey, pastor. So I, I did not just, that conviction, that system did not just stop with me. I took it to them. So when you are in an area or probably a place where there's one thing that you must do first, or you, are, you have a roommate that they don't, so you have a roommate that they don't, you know, they don't love the Lord. When you wake up first, let them see you studying your Bible. Ah, let's go, let them see you praying. By the time you create these things, there are certain things that they cannot bring to you to do because you have created a system already. So this is one of the ways that we maintain our fire, creating and building a spiritual system around our lives. Secondly, the place of local assembly. The place of what? Local assembly. The Bible said that we should not ignore what? The gathering of the brethren. The place of what? Local assembly. You must have a local assembly where you go to. Do you get it? Where the word of, where you are being fed with the word of God. You know, just like I said, when you go to a local assembly, then you join the workforce there. One of the ways that we grow spiritually is by taking spiritual responsibility. It's not when I say, ah, next week when I say, you take open prayer for five minutes, then you will not off your WhatsApp. We will not see you for 10 days. Or when the meeting has started and the only prayer has started like, like 20 minutes, then you're not on your WhatsApp, uh, you're not on your data, you not come and join us. You will not grow that way. For a person who must grow, you must take what? Busayo, this is not your, this is not your shot. Though. I'm not, I'm not doing so at you. This is not yourself, eh? So for a person who must grow, you must not ignore spiritual responsibilities. You must take it. That's how to grow. So in fact, I'm not saying that you should be running that, give me my claiming prayer. No, but be prepared, be open to it. Will you take prayer? Yes. Sometimes they can, you can even have the opportunity. Because you may not have the opportunity to climb your church people to preach. So, but when you join this um, um, service group, you have the opportunity to lead prayers. You have the opportunity. These are the ways that you grow. If somebody that brought you to Christ, you too, you must grow to not just somebody else. So somebody cannot ask you small question about John 3.16. You say, I'll get back to you later. Let me reach my pastor first. I know there are things that may be difficult that you may want to reach your pastor, but there are little things that you have been in Christ for three years. You'll be able to know. You can get other people to grow to your level too. So how we grow also is by what? Belonging to a local assembly. Not just belonging there or sitting down there, just, you know, just sitting on the chair. And when you come to the chair, you not touch. When you come to church on Sunday, you touch the chair. And see that it's dust, it's in a while, they're not clean chair. Who for clean the chair for you? Who you employ you for church? So if you see that every time you come, they are not cleaning the chair, join the sanctuary department so you can be cleaning the chair. When you see a need in church and you know that you can, that need is something that you can do. With that need in church, you can, you, it's something that you can provide for them, provide for it. We belong to a local assembly and what? We join the service group and we take spiritual responsibilities. 
We do what? We take spiritual responsibility. That's how we grow. In fact, my pastor used to tell me once that my spiritual growth was very fast. Because immediately I gave my life, I begin, you pray. I, I may say, I start taking prayers. You do this, I'll take it. You do this, I'll take it. You do this, I'll take it. Began to do Bible studies, getting books, eating materials. Most of the things that I know today, nobody ever sat me down and teach me. The observations. I listen to messages, get books, buy materials, listen to them, download messages. I don't have, I have a telegram page that have only messages that are there. Do you get The people God has asked me to follow, I listen to them. These are the ways that we go. We belong to a local assembly, we join a service group, and we take on spiritual responsibilities. Then lastly, the words, we esteem spiritual relationship. See, their relationship, their um, circumstantial relationship, I call it. Ah, we are friends in this, in, when we are in secondary school. It's fine. We are friends in this one. It's fine. But their spirit-led relationship. Their spirit-led relationship. I listened to a short clips of Ramona Inca when I was talking about this. And it was very powerful. Their spirit-led relationship. And they are not romantic relationship. It's not only when you want to post one bit that God will tell you, go and talk to me, to look away, and no. There are times that God leads you to a fellow man like you and say that relationship and things. There are times God leads you to a fellow woman like you. And, and those are spiritual relationships, supernatural relationships, relationships that keeps you on fire. We see the life of Abraham and I and, and um, um, Lot. We saw the first decision that Lot will ever take without the without um, the influence of Abraham. We saw where it landed Lot. Do you get it? Lot was not the covenant person, it was because he followed Abraham. He now got to a point where he, he was so big, just like Abraham. Are you getting it? So they are spirit-led relationship, supernatural relationship. That you know that this relationship it was orchestrated by the hand of God. See, God knows everybody's spiritual capa- um, 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 capacity. There are times when God has made you and peace and, and God placed certain spiritual people around you so that anytime you want to misbehave, they drag you back. You are misbehaving, you are posting some ungodly content on your WhatsApp or this, they can drag you back. So, and you see, one of the ways that this, see, when when you when when Satan wants to attack your spirit or your or your fire life, let me put it that way. One of the things I began to do is to attack the spirit-led relationship, quarrels and unmeaningful issues. Let me use that word. Issues that are you know just to attack. So you must esteem spirit-led supernatural relationship. You must esteem spirit-led supernatural relationship. There are people that God kept in our life. I always share this testimony around 2017, 2018. When I met my pastor, I was the first time he took me to his house. I was so inspired. He took me to their family and then he showed me a small room. He opened the room. The room was so dark. And he said, Look at that room. I look at it. He said, That was the room I fasted and prayed for one year. I was shocked. A young man like this. The first time I ever prayed in tongues for one hour in my life was in this room. I went to their family house on the retreat. I was praying in tongues for one hour. I was looking at the time. I said, Jack, I've not played those one hour before. He said, ah, he used to go three hours now. He used to do a lot. That, that God will help me. I should just go ahead. He did not sit me down and teach me, but by, by just being at him, 
In fact, I saw the prophetic grace on his life, and those being around him, and the same thing began to work with him. What? Spirit-led relationship. Spirit-led relationship. In fact, at the time in my life, I, I was thinking, you know, some of us want to have spiritual fathers that are very popular. Big I was I was in Bible school then. And God spoke to me, said, that man is your spiritual father. I said, ah. Eh. And God began to speak and give me so many things. When I went to tell him, he said, God, I told you even the first day that he saw me. But the way spiritual things work, you don't go and tell the person, you are my son. The person must be the one to come and tell you that God has spoken to me and I know that you are my pastor. And it's not even a popular person. Spirit led. But most of the things that fire in my life was, he was one of the major people who put the fire there. Who God used to orchestrate that fire? Who God used to orchestrate that fire? In fact, we will go to fellowship, he will not tell us we will preach you. We just say today, you are the one teaching. So by so doing, we study scriptures. This is somebody for about a year, he was studying like 24 chapters every day. So if he's teaching here, he can quote scriptures. He can, he can, Apart from Bishop Winnipeg and certain other men of God, is the one that that he can he can know the written and the quoting the scriptures and call the scripture something for verses and be saying there. So those things inspired me to see spirit-led relationship. So as we round up this night, Father, everything that I've read tonight, the grace to put them to use, and it will never be heard any day. Testimonies of how I used to serve God may never happen and anything that will ever happen whether situation that will cause me do not begin to give stories of how i used to serve god lord mercy lord may it never happen can we pray the spirits <laughs> the Bible says, and the fire upon this altar shall keep burning. See, it will never go out. Randa do shabalada do sukebeladada, Recobelada do shubeladada, Randa do shabaladada, Recobelada do shubeladada, Randa do shabalada do sukebeladada, Recobababo sukebeladada do shubeladada, Randa do shubeladada, Recobelada do shubeladada, Randa do shabaladada do sukebeladada, Recobababo sekeda do shubaladada. 
Radado Shevelede, Reco Beleco Belesco Tobara, Liku Berete de Shubeleketo, Liku Belenda de Dado Shabalada, Raco Beleco Baranda de Shukabelede, Reco Belede do Shabalada, Reco Beleco Bobo Leco Babo Shabelede, Reco Belede do Shubelede, Radado Secabeleco Baranda do Shabeleco. Rada dosha beleko baranda dosha be reko bela da da da. Isan the fire upon this altar shall keep on it. Isan it will never go out. Let it not be heard. Of I used to serve God before. Of I used to be on fire for God. Reko beleko baba. Isan the part of the justice as a shining light. Is it shined my mom to the past day? Reko beleko baba shkata leko baranda da dosha bela da da. That in my walk with you, I will grow every day. Rekobeleke da 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 do shabele da da da. Rekobele da 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 shabele da da. Rekobele da do shabele da da. Rada da da da. That either either action, poverty, circumstance will never take me away from you. Rekobele da do shabele da. Abundance will not take me away from you. Rekobele da da da. In plenty, scarcity. Rekobele da do shabele da da. My heart will not be cold. I will serve you in abundance and in scarcity. When things are sweet and when things are sweet. In every situation, this fire will ever be burning. It will never be born. Recobele da dosha belada da. Randa dosha belakata. Recobele da doshi belada da. Randa da dosha belada da. Recobaba boski belada. It will never be born. Recobabo shakata. Randa da dosha belada do. Recobaba boshakata. It will never be born. Randa da dosha kapamba randa da. Liku belaka da dosia. Leko benedede in plenty scarcity. Rekedede shabenedede. My heart will burn for you. Is that the zeal of the house has eaten you? Reko benedede do shabenedede. Reko benedede do shikipa. Rande do sh. In Jesus, mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Babus and the fire upon this altar shall keep burning, and it shall never go out. In case there's anyone here that your spiritual life, either your word life, your prayer life, your whatsoever life, your work with God is not the way you want it to be created. Restoration of fire in the name of Jesus. Fire Amen. to your study life in Jesus' name. Fire to your word life in Jesus' name. In your work with God, Lord, I decree restoration in the name of Jesus. Restoration in the name of Jesus. It will never be heard of how you used to serve God before. In the name of Jesus. It will never be heard how you used to be 
on fire before in the name of Jesus. And in case you used to be on fire before, Lord, we restore you back in the name of Jesus, even more than you have been before in the name of Jesus. Fresh fire on your altar, 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 fresh fire on your altar in Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Amen. Amen. I don't know if there's anybody here who you have pain in one of your eyes, but check it is gone in Jesus' name. Amen. It's gone in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. All right, guys, thank you for coming out this night. God bless you. All right, just one information in case you are in Lagos, we'll be meeting for the very last time in Lagos on the 17th of December. But the issue now is that.